This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Full time at the King Power and it's finished Leicester 1, Liverpool 0 as the Reds fall to their second defeat of the season. Welcome to the post-game podcast with Patrick Smith on the Blood Red channel as we bring you all the reaction from Leicester's narrow victory over Liverpool. After Mohamed Salah missed the first half penalty and the following rebound, Jurgen Klopp's side found it difficult to crack the low Leicester block. The hosts would score the only goal of the game in the second half through Adamola Luckman and Liverpool once again rarely seemed like scoring aside from missed chance via Sadio Mane. The Reds are now six points behind leaders Manchester City in the Premier League, but there's still a long, long way to go. And of course, this is only the second loss of the entire season, so all is not lost. We'll bring you the reactions of Paul Gorst, Jurgen Klopp in his press conference, and the reactions of Reds fans across the globe. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Liverpool's Premier League title hopes have been dealt a huge blow at the King Power Stadium this season after a 1-0 defeat. To Leicester City, Adam Luckman's goal in the second half uh, was enough to settle it Leicester's way uh, on a night that was uh, one to forget for Liverpool. So many performed under par, and um, while Liverpool created a couple of decent chances, um, they probably didn't deserve to be uh, walking away from here with the with the points. Ian Klopp said there was uh, loads about the game that he didn't like. He's just spoken in his uh, post-match press conference and said that even if uh, Liverpool would have come away with a 2-1 win this evening, um, he still wouldn't have been happy with. So many aspects of the game and it was a surprise really given that Leicester played on the 26th against Manchester City and then played again a little over 48 hours later against the Liverpool team who were uh, only one place behind the, the leaders but uh, Liverpool despite uh, most of the team having not played since the uh, draw against Tottenham just really looked um, under par, undercooked and uh, out of uh, ideas Liverpool so often lacking the uh, cutting edge that has been evident so, uh, so many times this season Liverpool Scored uh, 50 times in the Premier League before this evening, but never really looked like adding to that once uh, Mohamed Salah had the penalty saved in the first half from Casper uh, Schmeichel. Uh, come back to the, uh, the Liverpool's top scorer, he headed it against the bar, and that was about as close as Liverpool would come. Um, Diogo Jota had a couple of chances, Sadio Mane had a big one in the second half, but uh, Leicester held on and claimed a, a massive win. Um, after Liverpool beat Leicester in the Carabao Cup earlier this week, you'd probably say that Liverpool have have won the wrong one and um, they're coming away from the to King Power with nothing to show for their efforts in Manchester City now who look uh, in imperious form as six points clear and by the time Liverpool play Chelsea uh, on Sunday they could be as many as 12 behind the Premier League leaders and that would be a huge deficit particularly with the game against Chelsea who would also level on points to Liverpool in the third at the moment so it's uh, Really is uh, coming down to crunch time for Liverpool as far as their title hopes are concerned. They, they need a, a big win on Sunday to revive those hopes and hope that Manchester City can slip up somewhere along the line. But uh, so we're only at the halfway stage, there's still a lot to go. And um, Jürgen Klopp will no doubt be telling his players that um, as the, um, the days and the weeks go on. But there he is now looking ominous uh, for the City side. They aren't dropping too many points at the moment, are they? They've scored uh, 17, I think it is, in the last three games to wrestle control of the title race in Liverpool now uh, staring up at a six-point deficit and need to bounce back uh, at Chelsea on Sunday. But it's finished here at the King Power Stadium. Leicester City 1, Liverpool 0. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Hi, yeah, and how do you reflect on that? You said it was a bad performance, I think, to the TV. Is that summing up pretty much? Yeah, we were just... 
not really ourselves tonight. I, I, um, I, I really missed. So we started, okay, I cannot say differently, like what I, what I said to all your TV colleagues outside. So we started, I think we started, okay. Um, didn't like 100% intensity, even in the beginning, but it's a start. We have to, sometimes we have to start like this, but then we lost rhythm and never found it really back. So um, it is, we had moments where we could have played much better. Look, they, they played a diamond tonight, at least for a while, um, first half. And there's no system in the world which is perfect. That means you can use these kind of things. Um, and especially in the diamond, it's, um, if, you, if you fix the last line, you can play left and right and should play or left and right of the sticks. So it makes it pretty tricky. Yes, it's quite a, a challenge for protection because they had Madison on 10 and Iannaccio and Vardy up front. So it's not so, it doesn't feel comfortable, but there's, there's, you can play there. For these situations, you cannot, you should not take um, always an obvious thing, like the obvious, like you have a ball free and you can cross and players on the box, these kind of things. And you forced, we forced it a little bit too early. We crossed too early the balls in the first half instead of passing the extra pass. You, and, and, and if you do that, then all of a sudden the situation looks completely different. We tried to change that in half time, um, but for some reason, it didn't, it didn't click tonight, uh, really. And so when they scored a goal, it was clear we are now under pressure. Crowd was there, great atmosphere. Um, and we were pushing them, but uh, didn't use the chances, missed free headers, all these kind of things. And in the end, when I told everybody who was responsible for the lesser performance tonight, I told them, well deserved, because the story is actually nice. Uh, um, one of the guys who is constantly talking about um, you should not play the 26 and 28, plays only the 28 and lose against the team who plays the 26 and 28. It's a funny story, I know. Um, and so I think, really think in that really strange, um, in a strange game from our side, they deserve the three points. Okay, thank you, Neil. We've got Sam Wallace and at the moment. That's the final question without any more hands. Sam. Oh, Sam, I think we can't hear you. I don't know if it's because of the headphones or, or what. Yeah, there we go. No, um, no, he cannot hear. No, no, yes, we can now, Sam. Yeah, far away, mate. Um, so you can hear me. Yeah. Um, just just looking at the bigger picture, it's only your second defeat in 29 league games, and yet by the time you play again on Sunday, City could be 12 points ahead. Um, it's kind of a remarkable situation that you find yourselves in. I mean, if you can make sense of it, uh, that would be interesting. I mean. What's your view of it? Yeah, and to, to top that, that, that story, Chelsea and us play against each other, so we cannot both get the points, obviously. Yeah, I know. Look, um, sorry for that, um, but um, it, it's, it was not our plan tonight to, to make it, uh, to, to give City the chance to run away or whatever. But if we play like tonight, we don't have to think about catching up with City. But if we play on normal football, we can win football games. Then we have to see how, how often, how many points we can get. And then we will see what that means. But um, how said, I don't have a proper explanation for tonight. But to find this explanation is my main concern. And not in this moment, the gap to City. Thanks, Sam. Jamie Langdon, from, I believe from Sky. Maybe you're wrong there. Jamie, to finish it off with a couple of questions. Yeah, hi, Jürgen. What would you say about Mo's penalty miss? Only his second in the Premier League. Did Madison say something to him to put him off, do you think? No, I didn't understand the second part of the question. Did Madison say something to put him off? 
Yeah, medicines for sure. I was, I was talking to him, but that's, everybody tries that. Um, that that's not the problem. So it has really, it's not not a little bit of a, a blaming or whatever. From all his his scores usually from these situations tonight, he didn't. It's a little bit like the like the whole game was. So most part of the team, and um, usually he's he, he's better in this situation. Like the team is usually better in a, a football game tonight. We weren't, and that's why we lost. And that's 35 matches um, where you've scored. This is the first match after 35 you haven't scored in. It's some it's some some achievement not to score for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. So we needed we needed obviously some effort to not to score tonight. So we had we had quite a few chances. Um, I think if we were close to, to score. That wouldn't have made the game better actually. If, we, if I would sit here, I know it's easy to say, um, and we would have won it two one. What was obviously possible. Um, I wouldn't have liked the game anyway. So against then you can say these things like yes, between the dirty win, the, the dirty games are very important. It's all true, but. Um, no, tonight I didn't like a lot in our football game, to be honest. And that's the, that's not cool. That's not why we do it. So we have to do better, and we have a few days to 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 talk it through, think it through, improve, and go again. The post game podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Terrible result for Liverpool at Leicester, and one in which it never should have happened. Liverpool shouldn't have lost that game. In any circumstance, really. Obviously, Leicester were depleted coming into the fixture in terms of some of the players being left out the lineup. But actually, over the course of the 90 minutes, I mean, there's like any defeat, there'll be a lot of aftermath chat about what Liverpool did wrong, which players didn't play particularly well. But Klopp will evaluate that game and see sheer control for the majority. I would say there was a 10 to 15 minute spell in the second half in which Liverpool was sloppy ultimately lost the goal and lost control in that spell. It's sloppy in terms of some of the passing and decision-making. But for the, the huge majority of the game, Liverpool territorially absolutely dominated Leicester. Leicester created virtually nothing throughout the 90 minutes to hit Liverpool whatsoever. Inroads even into the, the opposition half, never mind sort of chances created. Obviously, throughout the course of a 90 minutes against Premier League opposition, there's going to be a spell in which they get what you class as, as opportunities or half chances, whatever it may be. Obviously, Leicester took theirs through Luckman. However, Liverpool should have never let it get to that stage. Such was the dominance of the game, the, the touches they had in the opposition box, the overall territorial dominance they had, and the control they exerted for the large majority of the game. Now, unfortunately, Liverpool just weren't good enough in the opposition box. They weren't clinical enough. So often this season... Liverpool have been an amalgamated uh, high percentage of goals and we know that Liverpool are highly reliant on their front three players scoring the goals. Obviously, they're not like a, a Manchester City side who get goals from a vast amount of different areas, especially the midfield section of the pitch. Liverpool have always been under Jurgen Klopp, vastly reliant on the top-end players and unfortunately today, the top-end players didn't play particularly well. I mean, there's an ongoing problem with Manny in, in front of goal I don't think his general performance is a poor whatsoever. However, there's a problem with, with finishing opportunities at this moment in time. And he missed another really good one today. Obviously, Salah misses a penalty. Another really good chance, is, chance which was saved by Schmeichel. 
But in general, it just wasn't about them chances, really. Liverpool got themselves into really good areas in the penalty area and really good areas in the final third and were unable to either execute the final pass, the final shot, whatever it may be, and ended up paying a price. And I think with the way the league is at the moment, we know how outstanding Manchester City are, how outstandingly coached they are, what outstanding players they have. And unfortunately, you just can't be making these kind of slips, especially as Liverpool have dropped one or two valuable points earlier on in the season. And if you aren't going to win the game, it's really important that you don't lose it. And that should never have been a game that Liverpool lost. And I'm a, I'm a massive fan of Trent Alexander-Arnold and he's such a far better defender than people give him credit for. But they are the ones in which you can't um, you can't give him any leeway with. He sees Luckman and in his eye line and unfortunately lets him run off the back of him. And... That, that extra sprint back, that extra bit of detail in terms of that extra commitment to the first five yards makes the difference there. And it has on a number of occasions, really. It's still an area of his game and the biggest area of his game which he needs to improve at. And it might sound simplistic, but it's just running, running back as, as quickly as you run forward. And for the large majority of games, he does that. However, there is moments in games where he gets caught not. And it happened against Tottenham. There was, there was opportunities in which players managed to get in behind him. He can see the run, but he almost reacts too late. And it's just not good enough in terms of players running off the back because they're goals that can be avoided. Listen, the, the lads should have been stopped after that, I, I believe, as well. But it all comes from source there. And obviously, Liverpool now go six points behind. But in terms of the actual game, I don't think the Jürgen Klopp will be very disappointed whatsoever in the nature of how Liverpool played. So many times Liverpool are playing that manner and have played in that manner in which they've dominated the game, game for long spells and have fought the position of the players to win the ball back in the opposition half was very good. They were able to counter-press and get into really good areas. It was just a, a level of detail, a level of quality that was then missing that they, when they got into them areas. So I, f- I think it'll be a really hard one for him to analyse because so much of it was what he has seen from Liverpool over the years and so much of it was what he would have wanted to see on, in, in this night in particular especially because at both ends of the pitch, Liverpool didn't give up very much and obviously created a vast amount of chances and a vast amount of inroads into the opposition area. But when you factor in that they also dropped points against Tottenham, which was a slightly different game, but a slightly similar one in many ways. So Liverpool, I felt, were excellent at Tottenham in the first half. Totally sucked Tottenham into their own half, didn't let them out, suffocated them, very similar to Leicester in this game. However, in the second half, again, lost control of the game, I would say, against Tottenham, which which very much resembled this Leicester game. I think the big difference, however, was that Tottenham created massive chances and Liverpool were missing big players who avoid them counter-attacking moments and allow Liverpool to have more stability in their moments. And you could almost give Liverpool a pass in that sense. And they were right through the spine of the team. They were compromised in terms of the players that would normally play in them areas. Today was not like that. Leicester didn't create any chances virtually whatsoever. And yet Liverpool come away with a 1-0 defeat. And it's probably one that they simply can't afford to suffer, really. It now means, at the very least, they've got to go to Chelsea and win, which will be a very difficult game. Having said that, though, if they show a lot of what they've shown today, albeit against much better opposition, then you'd believe that Liverpool would win the game if they could find a finishing touch. But, but yeah, that's my evaluation of the game. There'll be a lot of recriminations about the, the results and certain players who potentially didn't do well. But overall, it was, a, it, was, it was a good performance. It wasn't a bad performance by Liverpool. It was just in key moments they couldn't score and then succumb to a goal which they never should have, considering how little they afforded Leicester within the game. But terrible results. There's no way to dress it up. Worst night of the season so far for Liverpool.
Mike Holt from Go In The Match podcast with my review on Leicester City 1, Liverpool 0. Oh, how do we sum that one up? Um, well, I suppose in a sentence, worst worst performance of the season so far. Um, really disappointing. Um, first half, I think we actually played well. Um, we missed some chances, but not half as many as we missed in the second half. Um, obviously, the penalty we get, Stonewall penalty, Salah steps up, you, you think, you know, <laughs> which end of the uh, end of the ground is he going to celebrate in, rather than which corner of the net is he going to put it in, but seems to put it straight down the middle, bit bizarre for him, um, you see Madison talking to him in his ear before he was taking it, maybe that put him off a little bit. But I was definitely surprised that he missed that. Um, wouldn't even say it's a good save by Schmeichel, to be honest. I think he hit it straight at him. Obviously misses that. And I think from from that point, it, it was almost like the heads were just down in, in terms of it, it wasn't going to be our day. Um, any chances that we did had, we just scuppered massively throughout the whole match. Headers, tappings. Everything just wasn't going our way. Um, now, when I say everything wasn't going our way, it wasn't going our way because of us um, in terms of putting chances away. And that was shown by that Mane chance in the second half. You know, that's you can't get away from that, how bad that miss is. It's not even a miss. It's just he's got to hit the target. He's got to hit the target. Um and between those two chances, it just it felt like we could have played that game till tomorrow and we still wouldn't have scored. The amount of chances that we did have. Um, going through the start on 11, um, it's quite funny because I actually think that Joel Matip was probably our best attacker of the night. I think that kind of sums it up. Um, him and Van Dijk, I think they did well. What they had to deal with, they didn't have too much to deal with, but what they did, they, they were fine. Um... Trent uh, right back, yeah, not his best performance tonight, really wasn't, especially in the second half. You know, their goal comes from Trent being out of position. Um, Luckman obviously just come off the bre- off the bench, very fresh. Um, and he just seems to speed through the back of the defence and Trent doesn't track him and go with him, whether he's, whether he's tired or not, I'm not too sure because he didn't play the Leicester game in the cup the other day, so I can't you can't put it down to tiredness, but he didn't run back with him. Um so it's really disappointing by Trent. Um I actually think Simicast had a really good game. I think he was one of our best players, especially in the first half. We were going down the left a lot. We seemed to use that as a tactic and we were getting him behind really well. I thought Simicast was good. Midfield, Fabino, yeah, good again. Obviously had to come off because if he'd have got that yellow he'd have missed Chelsea. Henderson again what Another poor game from the captain. Um, much like Trent, one of the poorer games we've seen from him. Don't think he got involved in the play too much. And when he did, he didn't really affect the game. Um, Oxley chamberlain didn't... I felt quite sorry for Oxley chamberlain actually. I'm not too sure he was the sub to take off for Keita coming on. I think I'd have took the captain off for Keita. So I felt a bit sorry for Oxley chamberlain to be honest. Um, Jota was really poor. Don't know what was wrong with him tonight, but he, he wasn't on the ball. Uh, excuse the pun. Um, really poor by Jota. He had plenty of chances as well. He was getting in the box and losing the ball very easily. 
turning uh, turning at the wrong times, etc. Um, and you know, like I've already touched on with Salah and Mane, poor games from them boys. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to beat them too much because they've been terrific so far this season. But yeah, I'm not too sure what it was. I, I I can't really put my finger on what it was tonight, but the boys weren't great at all. Um, and it's disappointing because City have obviously just won the other day. And I don't want to be too hasty here, but it it, it feels like this could be a really big moment in the title race tonight. You know, City are six points clear now. We've got to go to we've got to go to Chelsea. We've got to go to City, and you know we've got to go to all these grounds now and win. You know, draws aren't acceptable. And back in the day, you go to these grounds and a draw would be acceptable. We have to win every game now. You can't give a team like City a six point lead, um, and that seems to be what we've done tonight. Fair play to Leicester. Um, as, as a team, I thought, you know, they were resilient. Schmeichel had a great game. I thought the young lad at left-back, Thomas, I think he was a good... He had a good, he had a good game. Um, uh, you know, we can see how much it meant to them tonight to get their win. But, yeah, really disappointed with the lads. Um, no getting away from it. It was it's the poorest performance of the season. And like I say, this really could be a big night in the title race. Steve Dawson on Liverpool's loss away to Leicester City, which means that this weekend's game against Chelsea is going to be absolutely crucial. Whoever loses that game now will potentially be nine points behind Manchester City come the end of the weekend. And that may be too big a gap to make up, even with several months still left in the season. You just look at the way City dealt with Leicester. Um, in in recent days compared with our last two matches against them, albeit one of them in the Carabao Cup where we had a a Carabao Cup 11 out. But you do look at those results and and start thinking that maybe uh, it's going to be City's year again. Um, although you know, I tend to jump on these things quite quickly. There's a lot of time that that can uh, still change things, and uh, let's keep our fingers crossed for that. It started well, I think. Uh, Virgil Van Dijk played out a lovely ball to Trent early on, and and Trent in turn a few minutes later sent a lovely pass across field to Costa Simicast, and it looked as if we had a nice rhythm and a nice balance to our game. Um, when those two things happened. But it, it didn't seem to continue, did it? I think Oxlade Chamberlain looked a little bit lost out there. It's unfortunate for him because I think he he doesn't get a chance to settle in one position. He's, he certainly played both of the number eight positions and up front as well. I'm not sure that Jurgen or indeed he knows what his best position is. He seems to be the final piece in the jigsaw that we just slot in to make up the numbers sometimes, but it really did look as if a Tiago or a, a Naby Keita would be far more effective with some penetration, some uh, you know, some some quick feet, some some quick thoughts. Um, not a surprise for me that he was taken off early. I mean, let's face it, it was before the fifty-fifth minute. Um, I think, however, the whole midfield. It, it looked as if Jürgen had already predetermined that none of those midfielders were going to get the full 90 minutes. We've been hit with COVID. and um, I don't think 
Jürgen trusted that his midfielders were going to last the distance there and he, he knew there was going to be plenty of shuffles that he would need to make. And and I think that probably accounted for why we looked so so disjointed. Uh, on the left, Simikas is not quite as swashbuckling a player as, as Robbo, is he? It would have been interesting to see what Andy Robertson could have done the way he runs down that flank and at players at pace maybe would have um, shocked Leicester into making some mistakes but Simicast played well he had a lot of space particularly in in the first half Uh, I think we missed too many chances didn't we the one that you'd probably point to would be Mo missing the penalty and then jumping too early for the header and then not being composed enough to put the right foot rebound in three chances in the space of a couple of seconds we could have done with one of those going in He's been wonderful from the spot in some very, very tense moments over the last few years, and he was he was due a miss, to be fair. I don't think we can uh, jump on him too much. But overall, it, it looked a little bit flat today, and um, I, I think that uh, we need to we need to change that and turn that around quickly. But it's not going to be easy at Stamford Bridge. That's going to be an uphill task but in many ways it could be the fixture that helps us get out of that little rut we've experienced tonight up for this one against a good side away from home and um, you know we, we may be able to turn things around quickly but looking at the league table we will need to do that can't afford to drop another three points uh, against a, a well-organised Chelsea side this weekend so disappointing evening Um hope for things to change quickly. At Galasahi on Twitter, G-U-L-A-S-A-H-I. You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.